Connect with KMOX on air, online, 1120 AM, 98.7 FM, KMOX.com. It is Friday the 13th here in St. Louis and on KMOX. We're going to go quickly to the Quiver River Electric guest line where we're joined by Congresswoman. No, we're not joined yet by Congresswoman. Why not? Well, she's not called in yet. We haven't heard from her. She's very busy, Michael. Well, you, what, 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 are you, what do you mean? She's busy. <laughs> was she up there trying to figure out? Well, she's be the, we're, we're going to talk to Nikki Budzinski. She's the congresswoman from Springfield, Illinois. Her district reaches somewhat down into the southern part of the state and obviously inside of the listening audience here at KMOX. We're going to check in with her just about the nuttiness that is Congress these days, John. She's a fairly new congresswoman from uh, central Illinois, a Democrat. Uh, she goes in at a time when uh, that we've got the Ukraine war, now the Israeli war, uh, uh, no speaker of the House, um, and uh, just dysfunction running rampant through uh, not only our government, but specifically the Republican Party. It's a uh, unprecedented time. You know, we've not seen this happen before in our nation's history. And, uh, you know, I don't see any... You know, as we just discussed with Debbie and Scott, I, I don't see any short-term solution here that's workable. And uh, so I don't know. I mean, it's it's either going to be, you know, I did make a prediction two weeks ago. Do you recall that? I think you said something about Ellie Stefanik or? <laughs> yeah, I said, so Jordan and Scalise had announced. And I said, I don't think either one of them is going to get to 217. And what I think is going to happen is that they're going to try and that's not going to work. And then they're going to turn to somebody that's not running and basically draft them and, and get the, put the votes together for that person. And I thought the most likely person uh, to have that occur was uh, Elise Stefanik. She's a conference chair. Uh, it hasn't happened yet. I haven't seen it speculated anywhere else. But that was my prediction two weeks ago. And Pete. Do you think there's some growing frustration inside the Republican oh, yeah. Party? I mean, we've saw we've seen it uh, a little bit with Ann Wagner speaking out uh, about Jim Jordan and about the dysfunction. Do you think she's a minority, or do you think the vast majority of uh, congressmen on the GOP side find themselves in the same spot Ann Wagner does? Disgusted. I think that's right, and I think most of them see this as uh, this is not how. The institution's supposed to work. It's not how the political parties are supposed to work. And those members of Congress that are there to help the country and to pass laws and, and pass appropriations bills, which is the majority of them, the vast majority of them, they are very frustrated because the people that are holding this up are relatively few in number, uh, aided by rules that really don't make a lot of sense. And... Uh, have chosen to just kind of shut down everything and, and really they don't care at the end of the day, those half a dozen, 10, uh, folks. And you know, there's a half a dozen, 10 folks on the extreme in both of those conferences, Democrat and Republican. Are there half a dozen, 10 of those moderate Republicans who might want to go work with the Democrats? Oh, I think it could potentially be more than that. Um, that's going to be a question of what the Democrats want. Uh, but, and that's, I think as we as we're looking at this today, reading tea leaves, the most likely scenario is that there's going to be uh, the folks in the Republican conference who want to govern 
uh, are going to sit down with Democrats and they're going to figure it out. That's what I think may happen. But who knows? I'll, let's talk to somebody who's actually there. Congresswoman Nikki Budzinski. She's from the 13th District in Illinois, uh, lives in Springfield, the capital of that great state. To our east, Congresswoman Budzinski, welcome to KMOX. Thank you. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Congresswoman, you find yourself uh, in a situation where the world's at war in two different locations. Um, Government seems to be off the tracks. We don't even have a Speaker of the House. Uh, How's it feel to be a part of one of the most disorganized governments we've seen in quite some time? And to say it, it's incredibly frustrating is an understatement. Um, you know, you really hit the nail on the head there. We are dealing with two different uh, wars right now. Um, Ukraine, obviously, we have been dealing with and providing support to. But, you know, the recent attacks in Israel have just been horrific that started last weekend um, by the terrorist organization of Hamas. And You know, I have, along with a number of my colleagues, overwhelming support signed on to two different resolutions out of the House of Representatives. One, just restating our support for Israel as an ally and a partner. The second resolution is just condemning the attacks by Hamas and Hamas as a terrorist organization. We can't even pass these overwhelmingly bipartisan resolutions to to state that support um, because we don't have a Speaker of the House. Um, are, are, it is really frustrating. Are you all able to receive briefings? Have you received briefings uh, from uh, the Defense Department or the State Department about what's going on? We did. I was able to participate in a classified uh, briefing that was bipartisan. Of course, I can't share the details of that, but we have been continuing to get updates on the situation. And just as all of us are watching in the news every day, more heartbreak um, in the situation and, and obviously wanting to Um, you know, make sure as, you know, we are providing to Israel any of the aid that they are requesting and that they need, um, which is critically important, and that this does not expand beyond the borders. Um, And so, yeah, continuing to follow this, I had a couple of different constituents that obviously we were helping to get out of Israel as well. That was my priority this week. And they are safely leaving Israel. So that's some good news. But, um, it's it's really heartbreaking. Congresswoman, you express, uh, I think, where most of Americans are in support of our close ally of Israel. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, right here in St. Louis, we have Congressman Cory Bush, uh, who's almost taken the side of the Palestinians. Well, let me tell you what uh, she the, let me tell you what she said. Right, John, she says, ahead. as part of achieving a just and lasting peace, we must do our part to stop this violence and trauma by ending. U.S. government support for Israel military occupation and apartheid. She also called for a ceasefire after the Hamas attacks. So, what, with what do you what say you and what's going on? Yeah, so I would just say even before these horrific attacks that happened on Saturday, I have been a very consistent supporter of things like the Iron Dome funding, which is one of the most important defense uh, mechanisms that the state of Israel has, and they are currently using today to prevent um, incoming rocket fire. Um, And so, you know, I have always consistently been very supportive of Israel and making sure that they have the aid that they need. Um, 
I've also been supportive of humanitarian aid to Palestinians. I mean, I think that this region is, it is very complicated, obviously, um, and what obviously is front of mind for all of us is we don't want to see any civilian death. But what happened on Saturday was a terrorist attack on the state of Israel. And as one of our longest standing partners, certainly not just in the region, but in the world, um, now is the time for the United States to lean in and continue to be supporting and continuing to make sure that they have all that they need. Congresswoman Nikki Budzinski is our guest, Illinois District 13, that member of Congress. The, the scale and coordination of that terrorist attack over the weekend and the, this, the sheer numbers of people had to have been planned in good, great detail. There had to be training that took place. Mm -hmm. uh, on the ground training. How did both the Israeli and U.S. intelligence communities, both of whom are, you know, considered to be the best in the world, how did we miss this? Yeah, I mean, it is shocking. And I would say, I think it's fair to say everyone was surprised by this. Um, um, and so I think what we need to make sure is moving forward um, that we are ever vigilant in um, making sure we're investing in our intelligence, um, our human intelligence on the ground, our, you know, diplo uh, diplomacy is incredibly important. I know the United States leading up to just before these attacks was making really great progress with Saudi Arabia and normalizing some relations with Israel. Um, so I think we need to be continuing to um, strengthen our relationships with our allies so that we can pick up these types of intelligence and continue to invest in our intelligence community. But clearly, this came as a surprise to everyone, and, and we need to do better. Um, Congresswoman, not only do we have this Israeli situation, but we have the ongoing conflict in Ukraine after the uh, invasion from the Russians. Uh, any status update? Any change? Do you still have hope that uh, Ukraine will be able to drive Russia from its borders? I do. I do have faith that the Ukrainians are going to defeat um, this, you know, Russians, uh, Russia's aggression. Um, but I think that they are also in need of our continued support to be able to do that. Um, one of the things, obviously, as you know, we passed a short-term budget, um, not budget, but agreement to keep the government running. Unfortunately, there was a part of that that some of us, obviously, Democrats, and I think some Republicans as well, were helping, hoping for some short-term continued aid to Ukraine. That was not in there. So making sure that we get a budget which actually comes to a head. We need to get this done by the middle of November or we're back in the situation where we're talking about a potential government shutdown. I want to see and make sure that there is continued Ukrainian aid as a part of that, um, a, a part of that budget that we need to get to by mid-November. Um, and so we, you know, the, what is happening in Ukraine and what is happening in Israel are really challenges to democracy. Um, and so we need to stand with our partners. That requires us to provide support. Um, and so that's what I'll be advocating for in Congress. Yeah, you mentioned the looming um, shutdown again in, in less than a month now. And, you know, there's three ways to, that this thing could go. You could you could pass the appropriations bills, get them over to the Senate, get them resolved and signed into law. I think that's highly unlikely at this stage. We don't even have a House speaker. You mm -hmm. could pass another continuing resolution to buy some more time. Or you could cease funding the government. It, it, 
as you look at things right now, is one of those more likely than the others? Well, I think you did a great job of outlining the different options. I think that it is crippling, um, to say the least, to not have leadership in the House of Representatives right now to help us determine what is our next step. Do we need another short-term continuing resolution to just keep the government functioning while we continue to have these budget conversations? Um, I think that the Senate is coming back into session next week. And so if the House Republicans can't get their act together, then hopefully the Senate will pass over to the House um, a budget that we can get to. But we won't be able to vote on even that if we don't have a speaker. Yeah, it's a, um, it's a very big problem. It needs to be resolved. She's Congresswoman Nikki Budzinski. She's from Springfield, Illinois. Kind enough to take some time to visit with us here on KMOX. Congresswoman, have a great weekend and uh, keep up the good work in Washington, D.C.